back. Sorry, that was really loud. We were just discussing volume. And the, <laughs> and the first thing here is, welcome back. Um, hello, welcome to My Favorite Colors Velvet. I'm Tesla Femina, and I'm here with, like always, your mama, Pam, Manella. There we go. Welcome back, everyone. Thank welcome you for back. listening. Thank you. All right. So we're just going to do a little catchy uppers on what we've been going through, what's life, you know, the whole shebang. Then we're going to um, get into um, another, or no, a, a Velvet Report Yep. on Rocket Man. Mm-hmm. And we have a special guest. We have a special that guest. We won't, he we needs won't no announce. introduction, so, we, so we, that's so we it. So we won't announce no him until so then. He's um, just that big of a deal. First time we've had a guest. <laughs> okay. Let's get back on the topic. Okay. All right, so... Um, let's, so Pam, have you been binge watching anything? Wait, you graduated middle school, Oh, girl. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we can talk about personal lives. You graduated middle school. Yeah. I gave a speech. You gave a speech. People were crying. They were laughing. It was I laugh my out eyes loud. Out. I hope no one was laughing. Uproarious. No, nobody was laughing. Except the whole the, crowd was bawling. Except, except the parts I wanted them to laugh at. Y- you... You killed I it. I owned the room. You killed it. You, you killed. It. You owned the room. Totally. You murdered it. Thank you. You it first degree murdered it. Yeah. Not posting that on the Instagram. No, <laughs> no, no. No. Can't do that. I posted it on my main account, and people I barely knew were like, this is the sweetest thing. I was like, you pay attention to what I post? Mm-hmm. Ha-ha. Oh, All sweet. right. Yeah. Um, so that happened. Middle yeah. school graduation happened. So you've and been watching anything? Mm, not so much because we've been moving well, and it's been yeah, you are. insane with packing. We just finished. Um, like from the old house to the department. What? Like in storage. Like we finished. Oh, that. yeah. We just finished packing. Yeah. We, we binge packed, actually. That's nice. Um, except me. Um, but you started the HBO show. Chernobyl? Yes. How's that? What's that about? Chernobyl. Explain. It's... um. Oh, it's a, it's a romantic comedy that takes place in Russia. Oh, my favorite. <laughs> Russia. Your mother, Russia. No, it's a, <laughs> it's um, it's a heavy, heavy, heavy show. Mm-hmm. I think it's five episodes total, and um, it's true story of what went down in Chernobyl, um, when a nuclear power plant exploded, and it's really disturbing. Oh. I highly recommend it. I have also stop. You're too sweet. Been listening to the podcast that tr- of the of the show. So it's like it after each episode they do a podcast about the episode where they talk to the creator of the show and um, really go into all, kind Wait, of answering all the questions but, you're wondering about. But doesn't HBO do that at the end of their episodes already? I don't. Not in this in depth. Ah, interesting. All right, okay. I see. What you. do you? What do you? What do you got? I've been binge watching uh, Pose, mm-hmm. the Ryan Murphy show. Mm-hmm. It's so it's so good. I recommend it. It's about the... Um, oh, wait. I'm going to burp. No, I'm not. <laughs> hey, yes, I am. No, I'm not. There we go. Okay. It's about... <laughs> <laughs> it's about uh, the LGBTQ community in the late 80s and just going through all of their habits and their things with AIDS and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Pretty sad. Michael. Prison uh, Mike. Yeah. Um, we're here with Prison Mike. Oh, uh, yeah. Remember Hi. a couple of years ago hey. when Tess got in the car when I picked nope, her up at school? Stop. And she goes, oh, I always thought LGBTQ was a sandwich. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> <laughs> they actually right. do make a good sandwich. It does, yeah. yeah. All right, it's, all right. it's the BLT um, for. Right. <laughs> yeah, so I've been watching that. <laughs> With a sexually confused. I started this uh, new show on Netflix, original, called When They See Us, I believe. 
It's based on the true story. Oh, the, the Central one. Park Five. Yeah. yeah it's based yeah. on that scandal thing. Mm-hmm. Very good. Just started it, but recommend the first episode. Okay. Um, let's just give a shout out to Tom Holland, 23 years old. Happy birthday. Really? He did a great job turning 23. He did he a really, great job. Really he really, really looked, hard. He was amazing. He looks great for his age. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he doesn't look a day o- over 22. <laughs> Isabella yeah. just runs up Tom Holland. What? Yeah. Um, okay. Let's, yeah. let's start. Um, wait, no, we just saw a movie. Mm-hmm. Literally an hour before we came here. Yep. Booksmart. Booksmart. With, directed by Olivia Wilde. Yep. Really good. What do you think about it? One through ten. I would give it a six. Okay. Why? It was a lot of the same joke over and over. I I did like it, but I didn't love it. Yeah. It's not really like a... I don't feel like it's a favorite movie. It was a one-trick pony. You know, I think... I... <laughs> um, everyone was saying it's the number one movie of 2019. But I, I don't really think so. But I, I didn't hate it. Okay. It's a night. I think I would give it like a... Sp- 7.5 okay i liked it it okay. was it was funny All right. but you also missed i think the funniest stuff when you went to the bathroom maybe because <laughs> you went to the bathroom really was that for 35 seconds and i had a better time all right all right let's kinda move p- on personal to velvet <laughs> <laughs> velvet report and we'll bring out our special guest you won't believe it people you will not believe it yeah seriously Hello, hello. Welcome to Velvet Report. For y- for those who are first um, chiming into the podcast, Velvet Report is where we review the movies, TV shows, albums or whatever, books that we've seen. Mm-hmm. We have mostly been doing TV and movies. Mostly movies. Because what else? Books? No. Um, Just kidding. <laughs> I like reading. <laughs> I like reading. Yeah. All right. Let's bring out our special guest. He... he <laughs> He's incredible. He's a music industry veteran. Yeah. He was a lawyer. He was very, very, very high up in the executive music industry world. Was? Coming from Columbia and Sony Records. Please welcome. Dude, he just Your looked husband. at me like I messed up that intro bash. Your <laughs> husband, John Ingracia. Woo! Bam! You can talk. Thank down, chicka down, chicka down. So we brought John. Interesting my choice of music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. Squeeze me. John, we picked that out ourselves. John is a huge music fan and has a ground. Sorry, Tesco. No, take it. Huge, huge music fan and knows a t- ton about music. He's sort of a walking uh, besi- behind the scenes. You know, he's... Not really. Yes, Not really, you are. How would we'll you describe yourself? <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't do that. Yeah. I let, I, you know... You let other people my, describe I, I let you? my actions speak for themselves. No. Huh. I, I love music and, you know... You're yeah. a huge I think fan. that's so why we I'm here. S- so yep. we saw this movie all together and Michael, we just found mm-hmm. out our own prison Mike is obsessed with Alan John. Uh, he's, he's my idol growing up. Yeah, yeah so y- we will allow you to chime in. Oh, oh, thank you so much. You're welcome. Because so we're talking I am about the producer. Man. You almost wow. don't have a choice. Yep. <laughs> talking about Rocket Man. Would you like to explain what it is? What's it about? It's a biopic about Elton John. Um, we saw it with um, John. Yes, I was there. Does John need any podcast rules? Because um, there ain't no rules in podcasting. Prison rules, son. Prison rules, son. With Prison Mike. Okay. okay. Um, no, there's really no rules. No. Just have fun. I mean. Be yourself, John. 
Express your let your hair down. I'm let ready. your colors shine. <laughs> There's a lot of talking Black. over. Ring her yeah. off. Oh yeah, it is. Please, okay, good. please, it no is. photography. John, you guys talk unless over we each look other good. a lot. Is no. that yes, John? I mean, no photography. <laughs> <in this laughs> no, no flash photography. John, let's let, tell us what you thought in a nutshell. No, 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 that. Pardon? I wasn't that. Bad. I'm sorry. It's Tess. okay. This. Uh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> um. Okay, I don't remember what I was actually gonna say. Okay, one through ten. How did you one like it? One through ten. Yeah. Oh, uh, rate the movie. Um, from uh, probably uh, like an eight. Really? Eight point five. Okay. Maybe. Okay, we'll get into why, Pam. What do you think? I would say eight and a half, nine. Hmm, okay, I'd say a thousand. Okay. A thousand. No, whatever. Uh, we good there? I think Tess liked it. I'm pretty sure. I mean, not probably as much as you did, just uh, by those rates. I didn't even go to the bathroom, so obviously we saw the same thing. Yeah. And you stayed ha, awake. Ha 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 ha. We good there with the mic? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Stayed awake. All right. Yeah, you did stay awake. Wow, that's really mean. No, it was <laughs> impressive. But You've we were in hard. the lounge chairs, so of course you're going to kind of want to get sleepy sleepy. Mm -hmm. So let's talk. Doze off. What do you think, John? Um, no, I thought, it was a, I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, obviously, the music's incredible, all the songs that are in there. Um, you guys started to talk earlier. W what was the actor's name who played Elton John? Uh, I don't I, I don't want to fuck up his name. Edgerton? Yeah. Wow. Sorry, Michael. I said the curse word. I'm prison Mike. I like it. <laughs> Taryn. You can just call him Taryn. Yeah, anyway, I, I thought he was amazing, but I missed Elton John's voice. Yeah. And because it was the Elton John movie, and yeah. it, it's kind of so much a part of my life mm -hmm. and those songs that, you know, it's it, it's not like watching a, I don't know, a Hank Williams uh, mm. the biopic where someone who's singing and approximating it and is a good singer. Obviously, he's a really good singer. I don't mean yeah, to at say least, that. Yeah, at least he's not like and nothing close. Uh, he was uh, pretty close. You know, he, he did a great job, but I, I personally, I missed that a little bit. Also, they, the songs are, uh, they're not, in most cases, the recorded version just with him singing. They're like different, um, uh, you know, they're like different it. versions of the songs because it's it's a very it's a somewhat non-traditional biopic because it's more like a musical and the songs are used whether he's singing them, well, most of the time he's singing them, but they're used no, no, no. like don't make noises. <laughs> they're they're used as if the, the lyrics are appropriate to his to what he's scene. going through in his life, right? To the scene, which it, of course, like a musical, which of course some of the songs Bernie Taupin wrote. And they had kind of specifics to Elton or to him, obviously, but mm, they weren't autobiographical. Right. <laughs> he right. didn't even write them. Right. <laughs> um, so I thought that was really interesting that they were using these songs. Plus, they're not used chronologically. So yeah. he's singing a song early in the movie that he didn't write until this scene a half hour later, or didn't get recorded till a time in his life yeah, that right. happened also, years later. We, well, one, one, we also saw that with. Um, Bohemian Rhapsody, because you pointed that out too. Yeah, but I think in Bohemian Rhapsody, it was either a mistake or it wasn't like this. I don't think they would make a mistake. Uh, well, well, the other thing about Bohemian Rhapsody is the dude singing. Did you sounded, see it? Sounded Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh yeah. Oh. Okay. Sounded just like Freddie Mercury. Well, it really it was pretty much like. Yeah, over. They, they they that was it was more traditional in the sense that it was like he was lips, I would use the word imitating him or impersonating oh. him. And no, this I, guy, I, he didn't in the singing, in the Elton John movie, he, he's he's hitting all the notes. Um, and it's not distracting. It's just 
you know, yeah. you used to here in Elton. But it's the choice to do the stuff non-chronological didn't bother me. It's just it's it fit the moment the songs fit the moment the feeling the vibe of the scene and the moment of what was happening so that was that didn't bother me either and because they were completely from the very very early on you realized this was not going to be like a biopic where you see the only time you hear the songs are when the person's performing them on stage or in a studio it's not not like that at all you know it's not like most biopics are more like a documentary Mm -hmm. they've dramatized historical events in order this is like literally a musical you know there's people dancing and oh, jumping over tables and, know. you know, things like that. It's more did, of a fantasy. Yeah. Uh, um, did that distract you? What? The the fact that it was like a musical. No, I like that. I do, too. I like, I like it when they do that because it's really showing you how he sees things. What the the thing yeah. that I'll say th- that I thought it did a really good job that, mo- you know, I find a lot of musical uh, movies about the music business and the record business that I know, like rock and roll music, are don't get it right at all. Like the live scenes seem really corny and staged, and it's you know the managers are usually so over the top, and it's the record com- executives are like, you know, most of them are decent people. They may not be the the you know they're all corporate, but this they don't show the joy of the music and the joy of making it and the joy of the audience experiencing it. And I thought they did a great job of showing that there was this incredibly creative person who had, you know, made joyful music for people. Yeah, and, and their connection as friends was so lovely. He is so hot. Particularly the, the, <laughs> the early... Bernie Taupin and Milton John, their connection no. as friends and yeah. collaborators I meant was amazing. It's like yeah. they had one brain almost. Yeah, it's it was, amazing. It, it yeah. wasn't amazing. A- apparently, they're bo- well, it's pretty clear they're both incredibly prolific. Mm-hmm. So Bernie would just send him 10 sets the of mail. lyrics and he'd write 10 songs. In the <laughs> beginning, they were both living with their moms and he would literally mm-hmm. just send it in the mail. He would get mm-hmm. lyrics in the mail and just go to his piano and start. Yeah, but I, I think so. I think the cool thing in in the situation is that if you like what you're saying about when the music came out, mm-hmm. you have to remember that Elton John like produced this and helped with it a yeah. lot. So like I think I don't know. I feel like he would know. But. Well, I don't think I they don't, didn't. They weren't trying to be chronological. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm yeah. just saying that was a choice that yeah. they made to do it. And it worked. Where it I was thought. more like fantasy sequences. Mm-hmm. You know, um, like. It, there, there's scenes w- of his early life, and you see him as a kid singing a song he wrote, you know, 20 years later, and he's he's a little boy. Okay, can right? we? Can and we... then then they show him singing it as an adult, and then back to the little boy. Mm. Um, I thought so. it worked. I meant I I just want to make clear for people who haven't seen the movie, <laughs> we don't mean write the music like write on a piano like start playing stuff. Just I'm assuming that's what you're saying. Because when you first said it, I was like, he didn't write anything, but I understand. Yeah, the, the, the music, yes, not the words. Yes. Yeah. Wrote, sorry, I just wanted sorry. to bring that up. Yeah, he didn't write words. Well, he did on, I think, two songs. And you can't name them? Uh, no. I can't. <laughs> and he admits that they were horrible. But it's one, it is on one of his albums, though. Yeah. Um, Come I've back. Got, Come I've back, a, baby. I've got, a qu- I've got a question. Yes. It, it, and they made a big deal in the movie how the two of them have never had an argument. Mm-hmm. Bernie and Elton, really? the, their whole career. Except we saw one on well, screen. 
we kind of saw. Yeah, Elton had a hissy fit and right. like completely. That wasn't really an argument. Yeah. Because Bernie, that Bernie was, was like, I'm going to let you just walk all over me right now because mm. I know you're in a bad place. I see. Okay. Mm. Um, I thought they used the uh, group therapy as a good device to kind of tell the story. I like to, he's in like one of his fabulous peacock, you know, kind of costumes and he just goes like slamming through doors and you expect that he's going to go onto a stage, but he goes into a group therapy session in costume and it, they use that you know they go back to that throughout the movie as a way of telling the story i thought that worked well i thought that was really good i don't i didn't really think they did anything bad in this movie because i thought it was like great like i mean yeah but you didn't grow up with him as your well, idol either i mean i grew up listening to him yeah, but, but I yeah know, i know his story yeah. from the beginning so i was yeah nervous. of course when they came out with this movie, I'm like, God, I hope they didn't like mess yeah. this up. Yeah. It said musical fantasy. I'm like, musical? No, 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 just do it. It's like what he gave the actor. But that who would just be him. like a documentary. He, yeah. They gave the actor who played him all. Uh, he gave him all his journals. He was very honest. He showed his worst, worst sides and his worst addictions, and mm -hmm. it wasn't it wasn't sugarcoated at all. It seemed pretty I think honest. He did also, way his better. parents were horrible. Awful. <laughs> I think he did if, better. If they're half as bad as they are in this movie, really? in real life, really wow, bad. really. Tess, yeah. what? What? Um, I, I was going to say, I think he did better acting than um, Rami Malek in Bohemian Rhapsody. Interesting. Yeah. Because hmm. I thought he was hmm. more, I thought he was, one, more excited to play this character. Because if you watch interviews like I did with him, he was, like, obsessed Mm -hmm. which I think he liked more, and I think it made him want to play it more. And I also, I don't think he looks so much like him than Rami Malek did with um, Freddie Mercury, but I think he just did a better job because I think he, like, really, like, genuinely was, like, excited. And I'm not saying Rami Malek wasn't obviously excited, but also because I think he got to work with Elton John because Freddie Mercury's dead. Right. But <laughs> to bond with him in a yeah, way. That, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I was watching, like, a behind-the-scenes of, like, the making of everything. Like, I remember whispering to you in movies and being like, that's when they get the camera and they run with the people, you know? But uh, I remember watching it, and then he just comes into a room and they're looking at, like, a set design. He's like, oh, hi, Ellen. Like, like they just, like, <laughs> oh, like, uh, like, are so close by yeah. now. It was so funny. But, Yeah. Um, I thought this was a much more interesting movie than Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, I did too. I agree. Because I think I knew mm. more of uh, the Queen's story. But I knew everything in his life that he was like an alcoholic. He mm -hmm. was going through things, but still. And it was flamboyant, but it should have been flamboyant because yeah. he's flamboyant. How did you think Richard Madden did? I thought he was really I good. I thought he was great. He played the manager. That awful John manager. The, did you ever meet him, John? Um, I did meet him. I saw a photo of them two next to each other, no. not in real life. Later on, he yeah, became a record no. executive, yeah. I believe. Richard Madden yeah. is so much wow. more handsome. John met John Reed. Oh, really? Yeah. That's did cool. he did he hit on you? You know, I was just gonna make a joke about that and decided not to. <laughs> but their wifey did it. In case he's listening. No, he did not. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Um. <laughs> uh. But I did uh, know. Uh, uh, a manager, woman who co-managed Elton for a while named Connie Hillman, who is um, Chris Hillman's wife, of, of formerly of the Birds and the Flying Burrito Brothers. And she's an incredible manager, a great person. And she actually uh, uh, got me uh, in to see an Elton John show at Madison Square Garden, which was incredible. And uh, I saw, I saw, I saw him. with Billy Joel a couple of times and doing their 
duo show, which is incredible. Um, I saw Elton at the Garden too, and it must have been the eighties or or early nineties. He's coming to Nashville. In oh October. yeah, he's coming back. Oh, I want to see that. Yeah. I don't know, man. Don't know if I can see him now. Really? He just his voice isn't there anymore, and it's, it's tough. Yeah, it's tough to. But watch, it's still fun. It's not like Dylan, where it's like. That's mm. that's really bad. That's really bad. It just uh, I think it just. Oh, it's so just fun. it's Bob Dylan. Um, how okay. do you think? <laughs> it's Bob Dylan. He's breathing. not Dylan. That works for you. Yeah. Not Bob not Dylan. Dylan. Not oh, Dylan. Oh, Bob Dylan. <laughs> oh, okay, not Dylan. That works for me. Yeah. How do you think the guy who played? Bernie did Jamie Bell. Oh, I think he it did. Was great. I think he was amazing too. Yeah, there was something really um, empathetic about him and warm, and I thought yeah. he was amazing. Yeah, totally. He played uh, Bernie Tar- Toppin. I would, uh, I would, I would love to be able to ask the, um, the people who, well, particularly Elton and Bernie, what they think of it, and mm. like in detail, because like early on they get in to see a publisher. Dick James, who became was his publisher for years, mm-hmm. and and basically his manager at the same time, and that he other was guy just was more like he was just manager. so mean and stereotyped, you know, you suck and uh, you'll you know, never be anything. You'll never be anything, and go write a, a hit for me, and that's tr- crap. And they're, they're playing amazing songs, your song. He's like, this is crap, and. Uh, and then eventually he writes songs. Says, "Yeah, that that's good." Well, yeah, he great. didn't really say they were crap. He said he needed them to be more like happier. Hits. Yeah, because uh, no yeah. one no, really he said they were crap. Yeah. Well, no, no, yeah, but I remember one time. Yeah. In the scene, he was like, "These are not happy songs." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, that made sense. Because no one really just wants to listen no, that, to depressing right. music. Well, y- your song was a, was is an incredible song. Yeah. And yeah. and he basically calls it crap. You know, even though his like underling thought it was great, and Elton and Bernie thought it was great, and they knew it was great. You know, mm. um, so I, I would just wonder how much was Dick James that Awful. kind of stereotypical cigar yeah. chomping, you suck, yeah. you know, um, yeah, was kind of guy. I would have loved uh, more on. I know it wasn't. It's called Rocket Man, not Bernie Taupin, but cause that's not a sexy name for a movie. But I would love to know what he was thinking with some of those lyrics. Yeah, those oh, are trippy. There's a lot of documentaries of him talking about. This. Oh, really? Yeah, a lot of interviews with him where he said, "Like, take me to the pilot." He goes, "I have no idea what that's." <laughs> that's what he it's said. Like it was high as a kite, and yeah, uh. I I had an argument. I, I'm a not a very funny story to anyone but me, but I'm going to tell it anyway. I just broke my pen. Okay, <laughs> John. That's, that's I, as not I said, story. not at all interested in this story, but she is interested in her pen. <laughs> <laughs> but when Benny and the Jets came out there's a line in it that says um candy and ronnie have you seen them yet oh but they're so spaced out right. and, and i've always contended that that was candy clark and ron howard in american graffiti and that's what he's that's who he's referring to hey candy and ronnie have you but seen them we've yet? googled that and you couldn't find anything couldn't find anything about that song but i really couldn't find anything about those lyrics at all mm-hmm. so you know that's that's the first thing i'll do when i meet bernie hey bernie it's great to meet you so that was ron howard and candy clark right so and you, he'll say you've never met bernie no. never met bernie i met bernie yeah you did yeah i did you want to hear the story real quick please prison mike's gonna tell a story did he visit you in prison he pr- visited me in prison because um, i wrote him a letter no i'm kidding so he uh he was in the, remember when he did his band when he did his own solo band and I he had did. all the rod stewart's musicians and they came to Nashville, and he played at um, Third and Lindsley. And wow. Carrie and I went and saw him. And, and after the, sh- it was completely. I don't know if Bernie's listening. I'm so sorry, but it was not very good. <laughs> but he was doing rock stuff, and he was 
doing the high kicks, you know, like the old. <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious. Um, but it was Bernie Taupin, so I was sitting there. Did he going, do any uh, Bernie Elton songs? Nope, nope. He did all of his new stuff. Oh, okay. They're called the Road Dogs or whatever. Something right. Dogs, whatever that band's name was. And then um, just Dog, something. <clears throat> but he got done, and I brought my Bernie um, and Elton uh, lyric book, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, he went back to the in the back room in Third and Lindsley, and Carrie, of course, walks me back there, and I met him and I talked to him for a second, and he signed my. Oh, book. she told me this story. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So I didn't really. I met him that way. I didn't like say. So Bernie, talk to me about uh, your lyrics. And right. You know, Benny and the Jets. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> what, can we just she say told me this when I did the same thing for Pam to Bruce. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I went up to Bruce, I was like, "What's up, boy? How's life? <laughs> Tell me everything." The the Tell thing about the, kiss, the kiss. movie and why it starts off oh with God. such great potential is the music incredible. It's just song after song that's oh, just spectacular, and there's always songs not in it, like. You know, uh, you're like, wow. I didn't know that first that. song that they sang, the parents sang, remember? He started singing when the parents were having that argument, and then... Which song right. was it? Something with love. <laughs> Something with love. That one. Something. Remember in the house when he was a little boy? Yeah, I can look it up. Did you uh, know that I song? I can look it up. Yeah. You know it? I, re- I recognize all the songs. That yeah, was the only nice. song I didn't know. It's nice on the soundtrack uh, for the movie because they put them in the order that they're in in the movie. Interesting, um, Prison Mike. Yeah. There is one song that he does. I want love. Oh, okay. That um, is not a Bernie Elton song. He does <sighs> Pinball Wizard. Oh yeah. That was on the Runner's Records, yeah. Yeah, well I know it was a b- it was a huge hit. Yeah. But I thought interesting of all the songs that he that they did that they included a song that he didn't actually write. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that was you know? interesting. And then he uh, there's a couple songs that, that he covered, you know, that he didn't write. Mm. Um, Tess, I do you have some questions? Um, yeah. Um, well, I just I had a, like a list of how you think everyone did because mm-hmm. how did you think Dallas um, Bryce Dallas Howard? Yeah. How do you think she did as I the mom? I thought she was an interesting choice for I, the mother, I but did she too, did because good because she's she not was British, right? But I thought cool. she pulled it off. Yeah. She was not British. <laughs> <laughs> John. She was very mom like. I thought. She horrible, reminded me of you. Horrible character. Horrible Ren- character. She reminded you of me. Oh sweetie yeah <laughs> it made me weep a little seeing her because you I mean you have the same hair and everything everything the same Aww. voice tass mm-hmm. you know that same sort of tone e- e- even mm-hmm. as a joke that's just a cringe yeah worthy. she's awful um but <laughs> she she was i thought she did well what yeah else what else you got um i just had some like quick quick questions like a fun game but not really a game like what's your favorite this what was your favorite that you know stuff like that all right what's your favorite outfit he wore <laughs> and this is, I mean this is like pretty easy cause like there's just some iconic ones mine is the one where he's in the angel costume mm. you know that one it's like I have a photo of it it's my background on my phone that's that's, that's tough probably it's a toss up between the the, fir- the outfit he wore at the Troubadour which was white overalls and stars um, and the LA Dodgers the stadium. Oh yeah, that was cool. Fun one, fact, which is pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. Fun fact: Harry Styles did that as his Halloween costume and took a photo with Ellen John in the costume. Cute. Mm. Nice. I, I believe that's correct. Fun fact. <laughs> Love Mr. I'm Harry wrong. Styles. Right. <laughs> oh, okay. Another fun fact: We saw him in concert. <laughs> that was great. I heard a fun fact on the Best day driving ever. Um, this, uh, today. I was going to say on my way over here, but that wouldn't have been true. Would it? Would have sounded good. Um, whatever gets you through the night is is 
but it was John Lennon's only number one hit in America. Yeah, Imagine, didn't make it to number one in America. Can you believe really? it? Things. Can you believe it? Um, but Elton is on yeah, record. He I made can. it. He made it with Elton John. He wrote, Lennon wrote the song. Mm-hmm. And there's a John Lennon reference in the movie, which I'd also like to know if that's true. It must be true. That he, oh, made, he yeah. picked his second name John after John Lennon. Because he, he saw a photo. That was too he important did. of a How thing could it not to be not real, be right? true. Yeah. So well documented. Yes. Yeah. So he made so he made this song "Whatever Gets You Tonight" with him, and Elton thought it was a, a huge hit record, mm-hmm. and Elton um, John Lennon said, "Well, if it if it's the number one record, I'll perform it live with you," because he wasn't performing out for years, mm-hmm. and it went to number one, and so he did did it live. There's a recording that you can hear. Quite often, actually, of the two, I think they put it out as a single or a B-side. Yes, yeah, one of my favorite songs of uh, of the two of them doing it. Of El- basically, Elton and John Lennon performing that live. Is that the song what that SNL uses in the beginning of their? Isn't no, it? I don't think so. No. What? Is that no. the song SNL uses in the beginning the of? Wait, I didn't hear the first part. Whatever gets you through the night. Whatever gets you through the night. I don't remember that song. All right. All right. If I hear it, I'll. The John name didn't come from John Lennon. I'm sorry. It came from. That blues guy band he used to play with, uh, he took the Elton guy's name, uh, uh, and then he the John I can't remember John Mayo. No, no, the other guy. Um, I could pull it up and look it up. Okay. It wasn't John Lennon. Um, no, it wasn't. Sorry. Huh. Sounded good. Um, nice little movie moment. Yeah. How? So I know probably a lot of people knew about the alcohol and the drinking, and the sex stuff. But mm-hmm. I didn't know he was married to a woman. I did not know that either. That and was insane. And especially mm-hmm. it was just someone at a like a they showed her as at a um, like a producer sort of thing mm-hmm. or like yeah. making a song. For she him. must have yeah, Some been kind of producer. recording so engineer or something. That was I did not know that. Yeah. And it was interesting to see all the people there at his wedding. It was just so sad though. It was such a sad, desperate attempt to just you know be, be in something that felt real and. But. The and he did care about her. You could tell, yeah. even though it was a, a, the quickest blip in the movie. But he cared about her. It was sweet. Uh, yeah. And also heartbreaking. So Pam actually told me this. But I, I knew it, but I didn't kn- know the name. Mm-hmm. That the man who directed this movie, what's his name? Oh, it was Fletcher. Okay, um, you can look it yeah. up. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's so, <laughs> so messed up. Um. He also finished Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. They fired the first. Isn't that interesting? That's Wait, interesting. someone's tapping, or I'm hearing stomps. Oh, I, I don't know. know. What it was. Or maybe it's someone walking. Sorry. I yeah, know. I heard that too. Um, there. Yeah. So, Brian Singer went AWOL on. Uh, he was directing Ro- Bohemian Rhapsody, and he kind of just disappeared. There was like some allegations and some sex Dexter scandal. Dexter Fletcher. Dexter Fletcher. Dexter Fletcher finished Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, interesting. As the director. Hmm. And he directed Rocket Man. So different. Everything about it couldn't well, be more different. Yeah, which is but he amazing. Yeah. But also because if this one guy had this one thing going on, he can't just do his own thing, you know, he has to like follow the same thing. Right, because right, right. Because right. that would look totally right. and weird. And they were just totally different people. And mm-hmm. one was and one was a fantasy and one wasn't. Right, right. So one it was, was a like, straight up. It'd be biopic. weird if you would see like him just like walking around and then yeah. you see him lying in bed and then yeah. you see fireworks. It's yeah. like, wait, th- I, this is weird. I like the choice of not, 
of sh- of using the music in scenes at restaurants and in the street and I like not necessarily always on stage i thought that was pretty cool i i like the musical vibe but i didn't seem like a musical because they were more like into i don't know it didn't seem like a musical because they didn't sing me. every word the way a musical does no but also just like it just seemed more like I don't know. Like it seemed more like in someone's mind, a like fantasy. seeing it. Yeah, it didn't yeah, yeah. seem like a musical where they're all just like singing, dancing in the streets, like High School Musical. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I th- I just no, I thought they did a really good job. Yeah, I read a review that compared it to um, a Baz Luhrmann movie, like that. Um, uh, what was that movie with all those with Nicole singers, Kidman? Nicole Kidman, yeah. Um, not La Cage aux Folles. It was. It was French. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moulin Rouge. Moulin, Moulin Rouge. Rouge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Um, yeah, it kind of had a fantastical quality about it yeah. the way that did. Um, but yeah, Michael, you should go see it, even if so, you can curse at it. You know, I'm gonna curse at it, but I will go see it because I have to because it's Elton John. Yeah. And yeah. I do have his name history. You want to hear it real quick? Yes. Okay, here we go, kids. Um, Elton John legally changed his name from Reginald Dwight. Reginald Kenneth Dwight, to Elton Hercules John. I love the middle name. He chose the name because of his love for blues legends Elton Dean and Long John Baldry. I've heard that many times. Oh, yeah. Huh, interesting. Um, so why do you think that the movie set was named after Elton John? I mean John I think Lennon. John Lennon. John, yeah. <laughs> a lot of people have thought that. It's like a, it's like Makes a, for a better moment. But do you also think that he said that to them? Because if it was a picture of Long John Baldwin, because where no are you getting your information from? <laughs> yeah, where I are you getting your information from? Wikipedia? Oh, documentaries too. Uh, I I know everything about Elton John. From, okay. from like all this, I've watched every documentary ever made of Elton John. Because when we are, when we're talking about plus this I just read it there off of Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can trust Wikipedia. Wikipedia, anyone could put anything out there. It's true. The Office, Michael mm-hmm. Scott. Yeah, but um, you know, Wikipedia is a, is as accurate as the Encyclopedia Britannica. It is. But um. <laughs> But I don't understand, uh, like, while we're talking about these things, like, oh, it's actually not this, and this song came out then. But wouldn't Elton John comment on it because he helped make the movie? Babe, then no one cared that it was not well, that, yeah. um, in the right order. That wasn't the... No, 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 but, like, this stuff, like, why would they just say that? Why but would we say that? No, why would the movie say that he named it after El- John Lennon? Oh, because and then sometimes movies, they just do um, that to make a dramatic effect. Better so moment. More so a lot of movies aren't 100% accurate. Yeah, but that like he worked. Yeah, I yeah. would just yeah. assume really? that he yeah. was like, wow. uh-uh, fam. That's weird. I mean, okay. even if he maybe he's said that out loud before to make it a better story, even though he technically didn't truly name it. Yeah, that's Name true. himself after. Maybe he wanted to find a way to give tribute to John Lennon because mm-hmm. he was yeah. a good yeah. friend. They were good friends. Oh, that's true. He had a hit song called Empty Garden about Elton John <gasps> uh, about John Lennon. Who okay. sings that better than this lady right here? What happened here? I, I sunset disappeared. I found an empty garden. Oh my god, please. I in Bar- John and I were in Barcelona. I did not stop singing that song. Oh, for I some reason, I was drunk for 3 days singing that song to him. He was going to kill me. Oh my god. I love it was that song. so funny. Just when he was about to fall asleep, I go, "Ooh!" <laughs> <laughs> you know, hopefully hopefully Elton and Bernie don't sue you for that oh my god I don't know if they'd be able to tell that was that song no one could tell it was that song <laughs> Johnny whoa can't you come out to play 
All right. Uh, I was. I think that no. does it. Okay, stop. John, everyone's giving me a look like. What? Are we done? I think that does it. Tess, that's it. Really? That's all you that's got? It? I mean, yeah, because. Uh, yeah, I won't get into of, it. Because of, <laughs> of the singing? Did I kill it? No. What? That was the best part. Oh, I just want to say <laughs> that the troubadour is not as big as it was looked in the movie. Really? Yeah. Yeah, because I saw a video on that and it didn't look very small. I but remember you don't interviews. you don't think that they changed it? They just made it like like that like later on in oh, life. Oh, like they, they changed it from that. Yeah, maybe they have. It's like that Nashville show when they show the Bluebird Cafe. Right. And it, it looks massive in, in the right. movie, in the show. Yeah. But in real life, it's really teeny. Oh, yeah. you know what I was going to say? Sure. I do think just as a singer, I think Taron Egerton is a brilliant singer. He's, He's like insane. pitch perfect. He's a brilliant singer. I was list- I was watching him and Richard Madden's Carpool Karaoke. And the whole time he's just singing because Richard Madden like it's claims that he doesn't have yeah. a good voice, and it's so funny because it's kind of it's kind of like me and you in the car. We don't have good voices. Well, speak for yourself. <laughs> but yeah. it sounds good to you, doesn't it? <laughs> oh my God! You want to tell the story of what I told you one time? <laughs> With the Fine. when tell Tess it. was little and so <laughs> sweet to her mommy. She, I was singing to her one day, and she said, can you just hand me those scissors so I can stab my ears? <laughs> Good times. Oh, sweetie. Those were the and days. I never told you a lie. Can't you come out so. to... Okay, sorry. Every time I do but, that, John just shakes his head at me. I don't know. I I feel like everyone's answered my questions, so... I, You're good? I, I have nothing left to do. Did you... What did you think of all the performances? I mean, I thought it was amazing. I thought I, It really met my expectations, because... I was going insane about this movie. I know you knew almost every scene in it before how it was shot. Before uh, you had heard all the music before, right? You had heard the soundtrack. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah, like I watched so many behind the scenes of it. So it was not no scene was really a shocker to me except the wedding one where he gets married. That was crazy. I didn't know that. I remember when that happened. Really, I was in high school. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, I was like, what? He's not gay. That was the most shocking part of the movie. I thought. (laughs) <laughs> but uh yeah no the most shocking part of the movie is when they were having sex Richard Mad uh the well, John and his manager yeah. what's his name John Reed <laughs> David, That was so uh, funny David something right? Oh that's his husband that's his We're husband. talking about his manager who <laughs> oh, literally he, screwed he him uh, and figuratively screwed him okay. You know what, Oh my god what I, thought I was, was going insane I'm done I'm done <laughs> I thought it was um they gave no kudos or props for his band at all like mm. all of a sudden oh, no. all of a sudden he, he has this band yeah and they're amazing and now that's nigel and that's you know and and th- uh never once do they no. like uh, their names might be mentioned once like oh nigel's over there yeah, but no, they didn't say anything that. about it and they were wow. such an incredible group and incredible. forever they well, played with him yeah but if you're like a major fan like you two are you're gonna be focused on that but like for me and mama we'd probably i didn't even yeah, I like I realized, like I realized that they didn't give them enough credit, but like I wasn't like, oh my god, Nigel, Nigel, like no, what? No, but, don't do him like this that. This is how this how it works. They, he goes to America because he's they've got these two nights at the Troubadour, and the the guy who works for Dick James has put together a band for him to play. Oh, who was and that when he guy? Gets there, he's never played with them, and he was cute. They. They're they're his band, and then they they become his band. They could have at least said something like, oh, this is. You know, introduce them by name so that they could get some credit. Yeah. Well, if you, you know. think about it, the the what's it called? The Bohemian Rhapsody movie was just about 
What's his face? Freddie Mercury. Yeah, they barely focus yeah. on the other guys. So if you th- no, they, 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 That's focus, not true. they focus on those band members a lot. Oh, quite a bit. And they yeah, were, but I don't feel like enough because they were a big part. Well, Just like these guys were, are apparently. They were. I mean, so. the biggest part of Ellen John is Bernie Taubin and Ellen John. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's that was I mean, the I most get, important. I, I get relationship. the choice. I'm just yeah. saying, he in a two-hour movie, yeah. in the you could have said something about. <laughs> you could have at least had their yeah. had their names mentioned, even maybe if you they, don't say anything. Maybe about they them. did, and we like a sticker. Hi, I'm Nigel. Maybe you guys fell asleep. Exactly. Hello, I'm Nigel. John, thank you so much. You were yeah. amazing. The best guest we've ever had. Best yeah. ever. Definitely the most knowledgeable guest. You know, I I knew coming on today. That I was going to be the best guest you ever had. <laughs> but you were so demanding, that writer. Jesus. <laughs> right. God. You're, the green room really. All those demands is his uh, manager made. The, the, the green oh. room could use a little. Uh, Flew right over my head. Maybe <laughs> yeah. Well, you thank know. you for listening. Yes, thank you. Thank you, John. Um, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. Go follow our Instagram. Can't go, wait for the uh, sequel. Velvet's my cup. Co- <laughs> John, <laughs> fuck me up. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> are we are we done? Yeah, we're done. Way to end it. That was the perfect way to end it.